Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Fugue for Thought, the podcast. I'm Alan, and this is not a normal episode. Um, as you may notice, it is quite a bit shorter than any of the other episodes we've done because it's not really an episode. Um, at the time of this recording, I am about six, well, seven hours away from 2017. And I have lots and lots and lots of audio editing and mastering to do uh, before the next episodes are ready. I have had uh, at least four conversations I can think of with some people, wonderful conversations. Um, but it's going to take me a little bit of time to prepare those and get around to updating them. And today, tomorrow, is the two-week point that the next episode would come out for but I'm figuring everyone is busy um, doing their pre-New Year, New Year celebration stuff. And so uh, I figured we would give this weekend a rest. But there's a couple things that I figured I would take the time to mention and kind of make a small episode out of it. So think of it as a little bit of housekeeping, a little bit of reminiscing or whatever else, and um, a couple of requests. So here we go. First, I would like to give a shout-out slash thank you to Carol McGonnell. She does not know who I am. She is not a sponsor. She is a clarinetist. And the Albenberg Opus 5, the four pieces for clarinet and piano, with which every episode of the podcast opens, is her recording. Uh, it's a recording of her and pianist Stephen Beck. That's Berg's Opus 5, Four Pieces for Clarinet and Piano. Uh, I don't know why I chose that piece necessarily. It's, um, you know, it's modern, it's a little bit quirky, it's soft, at least at the beginning, uh, but I thought it was kind of a memorable opening. And if you haven't listened to the piece in full yet, uh, then I'll give a little spoiler and say that it's coming up on the blog in around February. End of February, I believe, if I can remember correctly. Maybe beginning of March. But in any case, um, museopen.org, M-U-S-O-P-E-N.org, is a wonderful place to get royalty-free music. The, uh, the licensing differs in some cases. Some of it is completely public domain, which means you don't even have to give attribution. Some of it you do, some of it you cannot modify, some you can, those kinds of things. But for someone like me, who does not have... Uh, a good reason to spend any more money on uh, resources for this project than I do, then it's a very good chance to uh, to be able to use what in some cases are some really fantastic recordings of classical music. And so that's what's there. The podcast is recorded um, in most cases from a program or with a program called Zencaster. Uh, they just came out of beta. They have a free option. They have a paid option. It's a wonderful program that records audio in multiple tracks for each one of the participants. So from an editor's standpoint, it's very easy to be able to uh, cut things out if I say something stupid or my dog barks or something like that. Then I still have the other party's audio that is undisturbed, which is very nice. So wonderful program. Thanks a lot to you guys for that.
one of the goals I kind of have for this podcast, and I think maybe it's a little bit ambitious for as little time as I have for it, is um, kind of trying to promote the idea of music appreciation or music exposure. Um, the blog began really as kind of a personal venture, kind of my notes on what I listen to and what I enjoy and, and learning about stuff. But this is um, an, a venture that takes a lot more effort because I have to find people and we're, you know, coordinating technology and phone calls and um, recording stuff. But um, I kind of am hoping that through some of these episodes, like a recent episode with um, the Red Door Chamber players or with Mary Birnbaum or whoever, that... You might hear something that is interesting or exciting or inspires you. And if you can go see one of these people's performances or some of their work or appreciate or learn something from it, that it's been worthwhile. I sure I definitely enjoy chatting with these people. That's It's an opportunity I have, an excuse that I have to go find really interesting people and chat with them and meet them. Um, but the focus of it is to share it with other people. And so um, I'll talk a little bit later about... Um, interaction. I, I, I want you guys to leave comments, to send me emails, to give feedback, um, but also to share with other people. Um, you know, a lot of podcasts will ask for comments and ratings in iTunes or on Stitcher. I'm not on Stitcher, but um, all of those things help me get found by other people. And I would like for as many people as possible to have a chance to be hearing uh, what it is that I'm working on because I spend a lot of time on it. It might not seem like it because it's not a professional um, endeavor or production, but um, it does take a lot more time than just writing a couple of articles uh, that I can type up in my free time after I've done some research. So, um, you know, if you enjoy it and you learn something or you know someone who's on the podcast, then... Uh, share it and leave a rating and leave a comment and send me an email and let me know what you think. To that point of music appreciation. Um, some of the recent episodes, uh, kind of starting with Mary Birnbaum, I will um, blame slash credit her uh, with the real kind of foundations of this idea, is thinking about how it is that we, we being people who play or promote or enjoy or have an interest in music, can spread that to other people. Um, there's still a lot of ideas that classical music is dead or dying or suffering, and relative perhaps to 100 or 200 years ago, that might be the case. But I think uh, a recent post on the blog, Hans Abrahamson's Let Me Tell You, which absolutely took the recording industry and performances and everything by storm um, this past year, wonderful piece, it was written in 2013, is such proof that classical music is by no means dead. And you can argue about um, trends in minimalism or serialism or atonality or whatever it is. But good music is very much still being made and it is worth listening to and getting other people to listen to. Um, 
If you've never listened to something in the concert hall or enjoyed something live, go do it once. See if you're not amazed. Anyway, there is some very good music coming up uh, in January, February, March, April, May. And that's about as far ahead in the blog as I have gotten. It takes me a lot of time in some cases to listen to stuff that I'm unfamiliar with, to prepare it, to think about it, to find something to say about it, and then organize those thoughts into something coherent in an article with references and, you know, background information, whatever else, um, that makes it somewhat informative. So, you know, maybe my approach with this series and that series and this chunk of works and that chunk of works and kind of all of the organization, which is kind of the way I think about this kind of stuff, is a little bit too same-samey. Not spontaneous or anything like that, um, but I do have the blog scheduled out until about May. I have some exciting stuff, uh, or stuff that I'm excited to share and learn about that I'm not yet familiar with. Um, but if you have ideas or thoughts, then please do get in touch with me. One thing that I'm currently working on now is what series of symphonies to do next. Uh, the first one we did a while back was German stuff, but that was pretty basic. It was Beethoven, Brahms, um, Bruckner, Mahler, some of those. And then we did a huge Russian series all the way from the mid-19th century up until the mid-20th. Um, and then this year we did Swedish, we did uh, Russian piano, we did Danish symphonies. So, you know, the next one of those I think I already have in mind but there is French symphony, the Finnish symphony, the Polish symphony, the Czech symphony. There's a lot of these, the American symphony, that I'm trying to work out and I don't know which one to spend time with. So let me know which one you guys are interested in. Um, Finnish composers, maybe you guys think of a few right off the top of your head. French composers, what about them? American composers, as a side thought, you know, I've been very kind of curious about how it is that American orchestras aren't really recording or performing or presenting American composers. You look at the Danish um, series that we did in December, and a lot of them are from Danish labels with the Danish conductors and Danish orchestras. And same thing for the Swedes, for the English. What about all of these amazing American composers that a lot of people uh, have not heard of. So that's something that I want to get around to doing, but it's true not just for American composers. There's a lot more music out there to enjoy. So tell me what you want to hear or learn about. I'd be interested to chat with you guys, write about it. Again, please leave a comment, a rating, share on Facebook, on Twitter, on all of the other places, because I enjoy doing this. Um, but it takes a lot of my time and interacting with you guys and hearing comments and seeing download numbers go up is what makes uh, kind of the thing worthwhile because I know people are enjoying it. I'm not making a penny off of this endeavor, I promise you. In any case, find me at fugueforthought.de. That's F-U-G-U-E forthought.de. Also on Facebook, also on Twitter. And check out the Fugue for Thought hashtag on Instagram. Uh, it seems I'm the only person in the world who's currently using it, so all of them are currently my photos um, of program notes or album covers or music-related stuff. Um, so anyway, that's going to be it for our little housekeeping episode today. You know, this is the end of um, 
the year in which I began doing this project. It started in February, and so um, a couple months from now will be the one-year anniversary of this program. And I'm not sure I can continue to do episodes every two weeks. That's quite a bit. So uh, I don't want to get down to only once a month. But uh, once every two weeks is a little bit much, especially with some new things that I have going on lately. So um, thanks for listening. Do share. And we will see you next time and next year. Bye-bye. <laughs>